Should we, you want to open it up for questions? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Did you have anything else to say? No. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so let me suggest, I'm sorry, go ahead. One more thing. Okay. Uh, now's the time. Oh, every, everyone would like to clap. I see some people want to clap for our students. Thank you. It takes bravery, I believe, to come up and to to lead our, this conversation. And I appreciate your your coming here today. And I know when I was in high school, I would not, I would be too shy, I would not be able to do this. So thank you very much for sharing with us. And I just wanted. Our town has actually experienced a few things relating to gun violence. There was a shooting once in one of the housing complexes that we have here, which happens to be extremely close to the high school. It was in the early parts of March, right around the time that school shootings began skyrocketing. Our admin started patrolling the halls more often, ensuring that the doors were locked and stayed locked. It really makes you a little fearful to do things that were normal to you as an everyday activity. You go out wondering if anyone would attempt to try these same things that other people are doing all over the country because so many of our normal day activities are beginning to put us at risk of ending up six feet under. My name is Jasmine Mahone, and this is my podcast, America, Home of the Grave. Very common for people to believe that the situations that are going on in these um, numerous cities could never happen to a small town like us because we're a small town and stuff just doesn't happen like that there. But Recently, I've done a research paper in my English class, and my topic was the effects that gun violence have on small towns. And I discovered that 80% of gun violence-related incidents actually occur in smaller rural areas. So we actually have a higher probability of it happening here rather than anywhere else. And I also found out that since the year of 2013, there has been 290 shootings, which is roughly five shootings per month within the last five years. And that's the very reason why us as youth and students at the school need to be taking a stand along with our community members as well. And that's what purged me to do some of the things that I have done previously. I've talked about organizing the walkout to show solidarity for the students of Florida and going to Lansing. And um, during the march, I remember there were like very many different speakers who talked about like gun violence and it spoke to me a lot and it moved me. But there was like, there was one specific speaker who talked and he said that no kid should fear for their lives, for their life when going to school, just as well as no black kid should fear for their life while walking down the street, which takes me along the line of racial discrimination. Since the recurring events started to escalate, my town has began a system of change trying to make our environment safer. Not only has the high school cracked down and gained stricter guidelines in regards to security, but the community has made various steps to sending out the message that we all have the same concerns and we are all determined to resolve them all. On May 12, 2018, there was a community-wide conference that featured two high school speakers that led the controversial discussion of gun violence, the two teens being myself along with Junior Price, Olivia Price. They even allowed us to go outside of the four walls of just speaking of school shootings and talk about mental health, which is a growing concern as well, along with police brutality, which walks along the lines of gun violence. Because before there were guns brought into the schools, there were guns on the streets killing little brown kids daily. 
There was also a small question and answer segment where the audience asked us questions in regards to our speeches that we gave that really lingered with me for some time. They were extremely difficult questions that I sometimes struggled to find answers to, but somehow we both managed to come up with a response each time. Um, kind of, yes. I feel like, well, with me personally, I feel like there's been, like, a lot of issues that are, like, like, okay, to give you guys another story, I, um, so I'm, like, really good friends with Olivia Price, and, like, Lila Clavins is, like, my best friend, and, like, Caitlin Gill, which they all happen to be, like, white kids, and I get made fun of a lot of times for that, like, people think that I'm, like, trying to be this, like, prestigious white girl, and I talk, like, proper I guess and they tell me that I talk like a white girl and it's kind of like it's frustrating to know because it's basically telling me that if I'm black then I'm not allowed to be like I'm not allowed to talk proper so basically like speaking a certain way or like being involved in certain classes is only for white people or stuff like that they're only like connecting intelligence with people of different races and not black people they're expecting me to be like this girl who talks with slang all the time and who's like super ignorant and oblivious to everything but I'm not and so I receive a lot of like kind of like negative attention for that basically so I think it's like it's an issue it's not as big as it is in like other cities but I still feel like it is a problem that's in our schools and I've definitely dealt with it a lot um something I can say is I moved to South Haven in ninth grade from Bangor um, and they're pretty similar, like, diversity-wise. Um, South Haven has, I'm not really sure the demographics, but, um, when I first moved here in ninth grade, I noticed the lunch tables, like, all the black kids sat at one table, all the Mexican kids sat at one table, all the mixed kids sat on one table, like, all the white kids sat together, like, it was very separated. It's not so much like that anymore, but that was definitely something I noticed that nobody really sat, there was maybe, like, one, like, white kid that sat with people of different colors. The question that was asked was whether or not we see racism happening in our school. This was a very difficult question for me to answer, only because it was something that I hadn't thought about every day. I'm sure that I do see racism happen, but it's become such a casual everyday thing that it's almost as if it isn't an issue anymore, as if we've fallen complacent to it. It was also a challenge to answer these questions because of how honest the answer was required to be. They asked amazing questions. However, I was afraid that me being honest of the social stance would somehow blow up in my face. I've always been outspoken, but when you suddenly have 40 faces that you don't typically see every day staring back at you, expecting you to give an adequate response to every single question asked, things slightly get overwhelming. There was a small sense of hesitation when I answered the question, and that was correlated to the fact that I wasn't sure at all how to go about answering the question. I didn't want to hide around the bush or sugarcoat the answer. During the questioning segment of the conference, there also happened to be a question in regards to teachers carrying guns in schools, which we didn't happen to get on recording. Unfortunately, we stopped recording right before it was asked, but I will still give a brief overview as to how the conversation went. The man actually gave some statistics, mentioning that an officer typically takes about five to seven minutes to arrive to a crime scene, and he also mentioned the amount of kids that could possibly be killed in that time frame. All in the end, he asked us why we wouldn't want our teachers to be armed knowing those facts. When he asked his question, he gave his background story 
and he seemed very matter-of-factly. When talking, he was almost making it seem as if he had proved us wrong or he may have thrown a fork in the road for us. However, once again, we still managed to fish out a response. After we respectfully answered his question, giving him personal experiences inside of the school and different scenarios and how those scenarios may could have been handled had there been a gun available, and he said nothing back in return. He only sat there with his arms fully crossed, and he remained that way completely silent for the remainder of the conference. At the very end, the same man approached us about learning to use guns and how to shoot an open firearm. I truthfully felt disrespected. I had already voiced that I did not want to add more guns to the scenario because it would only add fuel to the fire, but he still insisted that I took his card and maybe contacted him if I ever changed my mind. People just like him all over the world don't seem to see from the perspective that us as students see from, simply because they aren't experiencing the same things that we are. There was a young woman who went to school in Santa Fe who just recently had a school shooting. She was interviewed and she mentioned that she wasn't surprised at all when the shooting happened because she knew that it was only a matter of time before something like that would happen in her school. From the knowledge that I have, so many other students feel that way, that it's completely inevitable and it's only a matter of time before they're the next victims. That's why I am constantly using my voice as a platform to inform those who aren't the most educated on the, surface, on the subject. I want people to see from my perspective because I know as of right now, not everyone can. However, to see from a different perspective is not only beneficial to us, but it's also beneficial to that person as well. With great determination, I think that I can get a lot more people to see and realize that one child is worth more than all the guns on earth, and these guns are hurting more than just the people living in the biggest and busiest areas but they are also affecting people like me living in smaller towns, just like the city of South Haven that I'm currently living in now.